Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gate's daily podcast. My name is Danielle Elliness, and I'm here to share with you an insight of the day. It's wonderful to be here again, and today I want to talk to you about boasting in our weaknesses. I'm going to read from 2 Corinthians 12. And here we go. I have to boast. There is nothing to be gained by it. But I will go on to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in union with the Messiah who 14 years ago was snatched up to the third heaven. Whether he was in the body or outside the body, I don't know. God knows. And I know that such a man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I don't know, God knows, was snatched into Gan, Eden, and heard things that cannot be put into words, things unlawful for a human being to utter. If I did want to boast, I would not be foolish, because I would be speaking the truth. But because of the extraordinary greatness of the revelations, I refrain so that no one will think more of me than what my words or deeds may warrant. Therefore, to keep me from becoming overly proud, I was given a thorn in my flesh, a messenger from the adversary to pound away at me so that I wouldn't grow conceited. Three times I begged the Lord to take this thing away from me, but he told me, my grace is enough for you, for my power is brought to perfection in weakness. Therefore, I am very happy to boast about my weaknesses in order that the Messiah's power will rest upon me. Yes, I am well pleased with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and difficulties endured on my behalf of the Messiah, for it is when I am weak that I am strong. I love this portion of scripture and I've often heard it spoken about over the years and thought about it over the years as kind of a a help when I am struggling with something that I feel like in my own uh power or strength I'm trying to change about myself. Um, And that would be regarding weakness. And so to hear Paul talk about the extraordinary greatness of his revelations and his experiences, but say that he's not going to boast about those things because he doesn't want people to see him in a light that is beyond who he truly is, which is a man with great revelation, a man with great encounter, but also a man that has weaknesses and even has begged God to get rid of those weaknesses. And, um, And so I love that he talks about boasting 
about his weakness. I'm going to boast about my weaknesses today. And um, for some of us, that may sound uh, ter- terrible, like, why would you beat yourself up? Or, But I have learned over time to accept my weaknesses. Do I desire that I will be able to overcome my weaknesses? Yes. Have I overcome some of my weaknesses? Yes. But I still have weaknesses. And I am a strong believer in being honest about myself and my family and not feeling ashamed about my weaknesses or the weaknesses around me that surround me. Because nobody is perfect. When I was younger, I struggled with insecurity. I struggled with shame. And I was so focused on my weaknesses that that's who I thought I was. That's who I identified with. I identified with those things that I knew about myself that were not positive that I struggled with. And I was so focused on those things that I thought that that's all people see because I was so aware of my weaknesses. I thought that that was all people could see. So I would try to do things like dress a certain way or carry myself a certain way to look like I was, I was perfect. And, but underneath there was a lot of insecurity going on because I didn't accept the grace of God around me in the midst of those weaknesses. I didn't know about his grace. All I knew is I wanted people around me to think something of me um, that was greater than who I really was. So when we accept our weaknesses it's and and we even boast about our weaknesses it's not beating ourselves up it's a level of maturity that we step into where we know who we are in him in our father and we are rested in his grace um let's see it says three times i begged the lord to take this thing away from me. But he told me, my grace is enough for you. For my power is brought to perfection in weakness. Wow. So I've been thinking about grace and um, I've been thinking about grace a lot because my life during the past three or four months has had a lot happening in it. We uh, just married our oldest son last Sunday, and I was involved in the wedding planning for that wedding. And I also was working full-time during that time of planning. And then we bought a new house, and it happened that our date to move into our new house coincided with the date of the wedding. And so we were moving out of a house 
that we were renting into a new house that we bought and we were having the wedding weekend of our oldest son take place. And there was a lot happening at once. And there were a few times, although I wanted everything to be perfect, there were a couple things that I was responsible for that were not perfect because there was so much happening around me um, that I failed. And um, I'll give you an example. Um, The way that my mind works is I'm very much in the moment. And if I have other things that I'm responsible for in a moment of busyness and even chaos because we're rushing or we have a lot to do or there's a lot of things that need to take place, um, it's difficult for me to think about things that are outside of that activity, let's say. So um, I was on my way to the church. Our son was getting married in just two hours, and I had a lot of responsibilities to take care of in those two hours. The mother of the bride handed me, or our daughter-in-law, I should say, the mother of our daughter-in-law, handed me the marriage license to give to Mario's. And I put it in my purse and I went on my way and I went to the church and I went to his office. The marriage license was in his office in my purse. Well, the wedding took place. It was, it was amazing. It was wonderful. And the next day, Mario's was looking for the wedding license. Now, in my mind, I had envisioned the license being in a large yellow envelope that I had put in my bag. And I must have had another yellow envelope with me, which is why I was thinking the marriage license was in that yellow envelope. And everyone was looking for the marriage license the next day. It's very important here in the States that that gets signed right after the wedding and sent into the town clerk. So this is not something you lose. And I knew it was in my bag. I knew it was in his office. And the only thing I could think of was that it got thrown away while people were cleaning up because we could not find that yellow envelope anywhere. So for 24 hours, we were looking for this this uh, marriage license. And finally, someone asked the mother of the bride, um, what, what, how did the marriage license come? Was it in a large yellow envelope? And she said, no, it was in a regular envelope. And I didn't remember that. I just remembered that it was in a large yellow envelope. <laughs> So sure enough, and I didn't even look in my bag because I was looking for that yellow envelope. I had not even looked in my bag for this marriage license. Sure enough, it was in my bag in a regular envelope. And thank God, we were so glad that we found it. But I was so convinced that it was in this yellow envelope that I I didn't even look. I didn't even... I could have saved us so much time and worry um, if I had just 
if I had just looked for it where I put it and not been so stuck on what I thought it was in. Anyway, that made me feel terrible, to be honest with you. I just knew the importance of it and knew that um, I had failed. Like I had caused my husband and even the bride and groom some a little bit of panic, which is not what I wanted to do right after their wedding. But in those moments, that's just one example, but in that moment, I've learned, and in those kind of moments, I've learned that I've got to lean into Yahweh and trust Him. When I feel disappointment of those around me, of course, I have to take responsibility and apologize to those around me because even though I didn't mean to make a mistake, I made a mistake. And it's because there were so many things happening around me, which Yes, it's understandable that I made a mistake, but I still made a mistake and I still have to take responsibility. I could think in my heart, it's not my fault. There were so many things happening. What was I supposed to do? Those are all excuses. The fact is I'm weak and I made a mistake and I let some people down temporarily, but I let them down and I needed to take responsibility and then I needed to release it to Yahweh and let it go. Because if I, in the past, I would have wallowed in that disappointment and and felt terrible about myself and focused on that and thought that the people around me were uh, mad at me and, and didn't love me and all those things. But now what I do is I lean into the grace of Yahweh in those situations where I'm feeling disappointment around me or... um just that I am, I'm weak. And, and why does my mind work that way? Why, why can't I remember things when there's a lot of, um, there's a lot happening around me and, and just all of those things. I, I've got to accept that weakness. I've got to bring it to the Lord and, and ask him to help me, but I've got to lean into his grace, knowing that his grace is enough for me because his power is brought to perfection in weakness. Yahweh uses our weakness to bring his power to perfection. And that's because as we lean into him and trust him to work out the relational thing, to to strengthen us in our weakness his power is perfected it all comes down to trusting him in those moments and and not beating ourselves up but accepting those things and so all was well nobody was terribly mad at me there was nothing uh, there all those things that i thought could happen or might happen or if i dwelled on those things maybe would have happened because i would be feeling insecure and acting totally different in that state didn't happen basically we moved on and i was able to trust god in that and like i said that's just one example and trust me i have many <laughs> but i'm so thankful for god's grace and in that I've learned that through trusting his grace, I have to also 
grant that grace to others. So when I look at my weakness and trust him and understand his power is made great in my weakness, when somebody else lets me down, I realize that in that moment, God has given me so much grace throughout my life when I have let him and others down that it is my responsibility to grant that grace to others so that his power can be can be made perfect in them as well. And instead of becoming frustrated and angry and um, look down upon somebody because they've let me down in a situation, I'm working on granting that great grace to them because I've been given so much grace. And so since I've been given so much grace, I have an abundance of grace in my life, it's my responsibility to give it away. Bless you today. I hope that you have an awesome day or evening whenever you're listening to this. And um, much, much love to you.